Well, please, take two. I fumbled around a little bit with my camera earlier, but we're back. Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. And as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is out of Luke chapter 3, verse 21 and 22. It says, Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, and the heaven was open, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Wow, this is the third chapter in Luke. If you're reading through one chapter of Luke during the month of December, you will come to the end of Luke on Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas morning, you will know exactly the gift that was given when Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem, because you will have studied his entire life from the perspective of Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke here is talking about really the explosion of Jesus onto the scene after 30 years of silence. And it's that the baptism, the the inauguration, if you will, of the ministry of Messiah is the baptism of John the Baptist, whom we talked about in the very first chapter. So John the Baptist is baptizing massive amounts of people with the baptism of repentance, but he's going to decrease that Christ should increase. He's made it plain to those that ask that he is not Messiah, doesn't pretend to be. He is, however, the one that prepares the way for Messiah, the one that gets the hearts ready, turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, as we looked at out of Malachi chapter 4. And now you have at the baptism the voice of God the Father in heaven speaking. Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity coming up out of the water, the third person of the Trinity descending uh, on the form of a dove and alighting on him. And the voice uh, of the Father in heaven says, I'm well pleased with you. I'm well pleased. Now, it's fascinating that up until now, what has Jesus done? He's not done any miracles. The wedding of Cana, which will take place in John, I think it's John chapter 2, has not happened yet. None of the other miracles. He hasn't raised Jairus' daughter. He hasn't healed blind Bartimaeus. Uh, he hasn't uh, He hasn't walked on water. Uh, he, he hasn't calmed the stormy seas. He hasn't raised Lazarus from the dead. He hasn't fed the 4,000. He hasn't fed the 5,000. Uh, any one of another multitude of miracles that he has done, he hasn't done them yet. But God says, I'm well pleased with you. And all he's done is had... 30 years of preparation, 30 years of getting ready, 30 years, 30 silent years is what the New Testament theologians call them. Um, Sometimes we get this idea that God is only well pleased in the big events of life. He's only well pleased when you are ordained into ministry. He's only well pleased when you arrive on the mission field. He's only well pleased when you uh, pray and and, uh, somebody is healed as a result of that prayer. Uh, he's only well he well pleased if there if there is a multitude of people that are at the altar. The reality is is God is well pleased when we are living in the very center of His will, whatever being in the very center of His will looks like at that time. So the very center of of Jesus uh, of of God's the Father's will for Jesus's life was that He helped His dad in the carpenter shop, so that He was sawing boards and He was nailing stuff and He was probably doing stonemason work and and building buildings and and maybe cleaning up his room and making his bed his pallet making i mean he he was doing the normal day-to-day things of life and with that god was well pleased 
Brother Lawrence wrote a book called uh, Practicing the Presence of God. And he was uh, he was a dishwasher in a monastery, and he called himself the Lord of the Pots and the Pans. And he believed that you could experience God's presence when you were washing dishes, when you were uh, cutting grass, when you were cleaning a room. And he, he makes quite plain an understanding that God is well pleased when we do his will, whatever it is. That might be sweeping a floor. It might be it might be changing a dirty diaper. It could be taking out the garbage. It, it could be it could be spending time studying the Bible, preparing for a lesson. Whatever it is, God is well pleased when you're in the center of His will. And so, stop thinking that you have to be uh, you know some pulpit uh, orator to be pleasing to God. Stop thinking that you. But now that if that's God's will for your life, then do that. But, but if it's not, understand that you make the heart of God happy when you engage in your day-to-day activities with an understanding of His presence and power in your life. That's a powerful thing. So when you're teaching a class, when you're sweeping a floor, when you're, when you're just doing the day-to-day things, know that God is well pleased with you if that's what God wants you to do right at that moment. So let's ask God moment by moment to show us what He wants us to do and do it. So if you look around and you see things that need to be done, do them. That's probably God's will for you. And then allow God to use that to his great glory. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for these dear ones under the sound of my voice. Lord, I know that they are doing great things in your kingdom. And Lord, we we don't know what those little actions accumulate to over a lifetime. But I know that consistently living in the center of your will is the most profound plan that you have for each one of us. Thank you, God, that you can use Jesus in the silent years just like you used him in the the three and a half years of ministry that he's going to engage in starting in chapter four. Help us, God, to be your people for this place and time. Use us in our family settings. Use us in our work world. Use us in school where we go to. God, use the retirement center. Help us, God, to be conduits of your passion and plan for lost men and women. Thank you for all that you've done. Give us a sense of your presence tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. You have a great night. Thank you.